Welcome to the Job Free Economy Podcast. I'm Joe Herbert, your host and curator of the selfmadewealth.co online wealth education company. I just got off of a call with my sales rep at a company that is a media and education and entrepreneurial company. And they're very well known. And I, I love the guy that runs the company. I love his content. And the guy that I just got off the phone with is just an amazing guy. It turns out he was just promoted and I'm not surprised. He's following up all the time. But I want to talk about damage control. Because as business people, I don't care whether you're an employee somewhere, whether you own the company, whether you're a 100% commission salesperson, we all make mistakes. We all drop the ball. We don't listen to the customer and we deliver the wrong spec. I could be in a restaurant and I tell the person I want my steak rare and it comes back well done, right? It, that happens. We all don't hit the target every time, right? The best, ball, best baseball players in the world strike out. Uh, there's numerous times LeBron James and Michael Jordan took the game-winning shot and didn't make it. And you'll hear this from successful people and, and mentors and self-improvement coaches. You know, life is more about what you do when things don't go the way you want it to go than always being right or always hitting the mark. And it's true. Even as a real estate agent or a real estate broker, I, I have missteps. I drop the ball. I make mistakes. I overestimate something, I underestimate something. But what is important is what do I do when those things happen? And I think that's the biggest challenge. And, and I, I brought up the the sales call that I just got off of with, with the salesperson who handles my account at this coaching and media and business company because I was paying for coaching there. And it was a very, it was the number two person in the company. And it was a very expensive hourly call. I, I paid for two hours. It was very expensive. On the very first call, the person came on the call a half an hour late. I couldn't believe it. I, I actually was shocked because when you're asking somebody to give you $5,000 an hour, which is what it costs, and they show up a half an hour late from the call, it's just inexcusable. First of all, it's actually inexcusable. Unless you got in a car accident or your wife's having a baby, his excuse was he got stuck in another meeting with the owner of the company. And that's even more excusable to me because the whole goal of this company is to have clients like me. And when you're the owner of the company and the person you're in a meeting with is telling you, I got a call here with a client and it's 5,000 bucks an hour. If I'm the owner of the company, I'm saying, go to that call, I'll catch up with you later. And I, I know that's true because whenever I'm talking to my real estate agents and their phone rings, I tell them, first thing out of my mouth is take that if you have to take it. Because it's all about the clients. It's all about our home sellers and home buyers. It's not about me. I could talk to my agent later. And that's the mindset that they should have had. So either they were bullshitting me that he was in a, he was talking to the owner of the company and he couldn't come on the call. And if he was, then the company owner should have said, go, go, go have your coaching session and we'll catch up. Either way, it was inexcusable to me, and it just set such a bad tone. And now I don't want to work with that guy again, not the owner of the company. I love the company. I'm still going to go to their events. But I don't want to work with that guy again. And in fact, he owes me a second call, which I already paid for, and I haven't even scheduled it because I just don't have any faith in him now. 
And the reason why is when he came on that call, he was he was barely apologetic. I mean, he apologized, but I, I felt like it was like he didn't really care. Like, like I almost felt like he was lowering himself to talk to me. It was just a vibe that I had. And afterwards, you know, he offered to like say, okay, on your next call, we'll go a few minutes longer to make up for this. And that was it. And I, I had a, such a bad taste in my mouth afterwards. But that could have been corrected with the right damage control. And that damage control should have been, he, should, he personally should have called me a few days later and apologized again and said, hey, I'm going to send you a, a copy of the founder's new book and I'm going to send you something else, like one of these great backpacks we have and some swag. And by the way, we're not charging there at all for that call. We're going to do two new calls. And on this next call, I want to hit it out of the park. What are three things you really want to cover on this next call? And yeah, my words, it just will never happen again. And I'm completely embarrassed. That's damage control. When you, when you do damage control, you go over and above and beyond. And I'll give you an example. I had a real estate agent that I handed a client to. He listed their property. And then a few months later, he quit and got out of the business. And a couple months before he quit, he just kind of ghosted the client. So I had to call the client tell her that my agent quit and that I'd be taking over the listing. And she was very disappointed. And I think she wanted to cancel the listing. So I said, look, I want to come and meet with you at your home. I made an appointment. I'm the owner of the company. I went to her home and I spent an hour with her, apologizing up and down, talking about how it happened. And then all the things I was personally going to do. I said, from this point on, you'll only be working with me. And here's what I'm going to do. And he didn't do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'll copy you on X, Y, and Z when I'm done. And you'll only be talking to me from here on out. Can I can I get your trust again and show you that we can do this right for you? And I earned back her trust. I went above and beyond with damage control. And that's what disappointed me, I think, more than anything was there was no post-mistake damage control. And the sales rep I'm working with, I love the guy. He's awesome. I think the company's very lucky they have him. He he calls me, you know, a week later and apologizes, but he's not the one that made the mistake. You know, when you go to a restaurant and you order your food and it comes out wrong, the manager should come to your table. When you tell the server, hey, this isn't how I ordered it, the manager should come to your table and say, hey, I'm really sorry. Let us remake it or we'll take it off your check. And it's coming off your check no matter what. And we're going to remake it because you that's how you somebody leaves with a positive attitude about your restaurant. And if you can't absorb that $50 steak, you shouldn't be in business, okay? So to me, when you need to do damage control, if you're the CEO of that company, if you're the president of that company, if you're the owner of that company, and somebody on your team creates a bad experience with a client, you are the one that needs to do the damage control. Not the person that made the mistake and not somebody, definitely not somebody that's working for that person. When your steak is made wrong at a restaurant, they don't send they don't send the dishwasher out to apologize. They send the manager out or the order if the owner's working, they come over and apologize. And so I, that's what I want to say is if you're the owner or you're the manager of the person or the CEO of the person who made that mistake, damage control should be leveraged up, not leveraged down. Okay? And that's no disrespect to the guy, my sales rep who called me and apologized. But they did damage control with a lower level person. Damage control needs to be done with the person up the next level. Okay? 
So if the if the cook and the server don't bring your meal right, the manager comes out, the owner comes out. And in this case, the owner of this company should have called me and apologized for the guy's mistake. So when you when you want to do damage control, leverage up. Somebody above the person who made the mistake needs to do the damage control. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Job Free Economy podcast. If you want to connect with me and start your journey to financial and personal freedom, go to selfmadewealth.co. 